0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wrestling Source Radio. The following show is scheduled for one fall with a one-hour time limit. Introducing your host,
1: from parts unknown, he's the best radio announcer there is, the best radio announcer there was, and the best radio announcer there ever will be,
0: Rodney Dion.
1: Hello and welcome. Yes, it is uh, Wrestling Source Radio, Coast FM 963. Hello and welcome. Rodney Dion here, but I, uh, I don't come alone. I come with uh, backup. Two local uh, Central Coast wrestlers. One, Concrete Davidson, Jack Bonza. Hello and welcome, guys. How you doing? How are you? I had a bit of an. We'll talk about theme music in our uh, intro there. Uh, I was going to you... talk about your
2: theme music too. Did you pick your own intro or
1: yeah, I, I I did.
2: Yeah, yeah. How long do we
1: go before we get to make fun of you about that? I thought Bret Hart's uh, music is pretty uh, is pretty iconic. Yeah,
2: Hart's
1: school,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were having a pretty good uh, talk about the entrance music's right like, off it before we went to before we got on air. And yeah, where, where were we at with that? We were talking about. Yeah, um, I starters, believe uh, the
1: Scott. Well, yeah, the Steiner brothers. I think in WCW they used uh, "Welcome to the Jungle" as a uh, yeah from Guns N' Roses. as it one of their yeah. theme songs? Like did they use it,
2: or did they do a really obvious copy of it? Because you know
1: how like like a
2: Dime Dallas Page came out to obviously Nevada. Smells like Teen Spirit, but it wasn't mm. quite smells yeah, like Yeah, a few spirit. chord
1: changes so yeah. they could kind of get away with, like, yeah. with legalities. Yeah, and I think Raven's was. Uh, um, Even Flow, uh, right? E- oh no, Page uh, no, G- Black. Yeah,
0: no, no, I think it was. Oh. Jericho's was Even Flow. Yeah, no, it was yeah. Even
1: Flow, and then uh, Raven, I believe, was. It would come to be Pearl Jam. Um, no. It's Nirvana. Um, Someone's gonna do it. Someone
0: on where Instagram live. Yeah. By the way. Um, Someone's <coughs> gonna. It was, it was a
1: Nirvana song. What's the one with the guns floating in the pool? Do, 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 oh, do, the, do, yeah. Okay. It comes yeah, you yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah we got there eventually. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, plenty of stuff happening on the local scene guys we're going to uh, chat about PWA obviously Nui Pro as well you guys are now uh, broadcasting events which is very exciting with uh, OVO we'll uh, touch on that um, I've created a little segment called uh, Bodz's uh, Breakdown uh, <laughs> okay. um, in regards to the G1 uh, yeah. being obviously uh, that's um, I guess you could call it the Royal Rumble equivalent of a tournament but for the New Japan guys because this is basically the lead into their Wrestlemania
2: yeah. hey, I see what you mean by that yeah because they they get the chance at the
1: at uh, the at the King, Wrestle Kingdom. Yes, that's true. And Much
0: bigger lead up.
1: Yeah, it's a lot longer as well, and <laughs> there's a chance you can. Yeah. I mean, in the, I guess in the Royal Rumble sense of things, um, you uh, can lose that. Uh, if, even if you win, you can lose that opportunity, but you end up getting it back anyway. But with this briefcase, <laughs> you have the opportunity to potentially lose it. But I don't think anyone has ever lost the briefcase.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Not, not since I've been watching. Yeah.
1: I don't think. Now, uh, touching on theme songs, I did put a poll uh, on uh, Facebook uh, on the Wrestling Source Bottle uh, Club uh, Facebook page, uh, and I asked Triple H the game's uh, theme song, Motorhead classic song, or versing Shawn Michaels' um, "Sexy Boy," and uh, it was a hands down uh, for Triple H's uh, theme song. <laughs>
0: By Surprising, because Sexy Boy is uh, like, universally adored by most fans. Yeah. It's a banger. It's, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> If you actually go
2: back, you never think of it as a song song that you would listen to, but if you put it on your MP3 mixes, it's,
1: it's funny. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, without further ado, here's the game, Motorhead, uh, Triple H's uh, theme song.
2: It's time to play the game.
1: Yeah, I was just saying off there um, that I basically I uh, would listen to that song all the time, do the whole Triple H entrance, you know, blow the water up in the air, you know, and mum would basically be asking, why is my bedroom so wet? And uh, that, I mean, that led into all sorts of awkward conversations there, guys. But Motorhead, the game, Triple H's theme, winning the, uh, the poll on Facebook there at uh, Wrestling Source Bottle. It is Wrestling Source Radio, Coast FM 963, joined in the studio by Jack Bonza, Concrete Davidson, and I have to say, definitely my top two favourite Central Coast wrestlers. It, it's, it's, it's actually at the point now that there's like There's like four or five of yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so them What the other wrestlers <laughs> are there on the coast uh, That we may oh, be unaware uh,
2: of Tyler Payne
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, Is a coastie Charlie Evans was originally a coastie That's right. She's, she's over, over in the UK She's, she's over, over in England yeah, 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 killing it Yeah, she just did a tour of Japan uh, With Millie McKenzie and stuff It looked like it went really well um, Tyson Reed, Tyson is, Reed, oh. uh, coasty. He's, yeah, I guess he counts technically <laughs> <laughs> um, And then um, Even we've got some new rookies and stuff Who started from the coast There are another two of them Training at the Newcastle Pro School yeah.
0: Uh, the new House of Free Fighting which is we just moved cool. into this
2: yeah. week yeah upgraded the building so okay, great. pretty cool,
0: yeah.
1: and I know there's triads uh, our triads coming soon we can uh, touch on that a bit later as well but uh, PWA Call to Arms the 27th of July I believe that's going to be at Max Watts in Sydney yeah. now mm-hmm. uh, I spoke uh, with you Bonza a couple of weeks ago about uh, your big tag team match uh, the Four Nations taking on T uh, TDMK um, <laughs> and the, obviously the ins and outs of uh, the Participants that they have. Yeah. Um, I mean, any uh, any updates on there on uh, how you're going to approach this uh, this match?
2: Not really. I mean, it's more a matter now that we can concentrate on it because before we were so distracted by New Japan and by yeah. um, and by World Series Wrestling and stuff like that. Like I had to wrestle Jeff Cobb and I had to wrestle Mick and then we're in front of New Japan doing all that kind of stuff. So we can we can focus on it more now. But. Um, no, no, no no real update in terms of that kind of stuff. Just just the same old crap from them like they put up something saying it's the best, it's the biggest fight that we've ever had or something mm. and I was just kind of like Come on, guys. <laughs> Get body-wise. your crap together. Look at the <laughs> stuff that we've done in the last couple of years and look at the crap that Team has done in the last couple of years. Like, if they want to keep talking about how great they were five years ago with a bunch of members where most of their current members weren't part of Team DK at the time, mm. you know, they, they can start to bring that stuff on. We were in King of Trios last year. You know, yeah. we nearly won that stuff. So,
1: And that's one thing <laughs> you said you guys have been, you know, um, you guys trained together. You, you're basically a, a team that's, uh, you know, trained together. We're You've an actual everything. team. Yeah. Like
2: we've we've had hundreds we've had we've had way more tag matches together this year than any of those guys have had in their entire careers together.
1: and I guess that's the big thing about tag team, isn't it? uh, You sort of knowing your. You know your partner inside and out, so you, you know Definitely. the moves they're going to make. And uh, a champion
2: team beats a team of champions. That's absolutely, and that's what they are. They're a team of champions. They're great individually, like they do lots of stuff individually. But you come into a tag team, it's a whole different story.
1: Yeah. Then <laughs> concrete. Uh, I think it was last week. Uh, you, uh, you and Jordan uh, posted a, a
0: video uh, calling out, calling out a particular team. Yeah, we put out the challenge to SMS. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So on social, Jordan. Upon returning to the country, cracked me over the face with a, uh, in the head with his tripod. So that took me out of the match, disqualified him from a match, took, took a six-way down to a four-way, I think it was. And yeah. Yeah, so uh, that, unfortunately, I mean, it would have, uh, as I said to Jacks like, a victory over all those guys in that match would have probably put me in a lot better standing because, you know, I would have had a held, you know, victory over then, Unsocial Jordan, mm-hmm. Matty Warburg, you know. Even Big Fudge was in the match too. But, uh, uh, yeah, couldn't even compete. So, you know, uh, we put out the challenge. We'll see what they say.
1: And they, they're yet to answer this challenge, I believe.
0: I think they are, yeah. 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 But, yeah.
1: Um, I mean, uh, SMS, though, they're... um because I, I always thought they, they were the happy go lucky guys and they've got a bit of a harder edge now. Is, 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 is that a concern? Certainly.
0: Well, I think it was in more response to uh, PWA going black label in it sort of changing, uh, uh, well, I suppose going under the black label transformation mm. and going more like, well, because Max Watts has to be an 18 plus venue. Uh, so our audience, you know, we, you know, some of us, you know, Black Shirt Group included, yeah. uh, try yeah. to take advantage of. Uh, you know the the loose mic, I guess I mean, <laughs> and the, the language
2: big, the, the big thing is like PWA uh, as a company used to be the same as all the other wrestling companies around it was family yeah. friendly it was Sunday afternoons at the local RSL club and stuff like that but they, they took a step up in terms of venue and production and that meant that it had to be 18 plus you know like even um you know just in order to have those kinds of shows you can't be limiting yourself by you know i don't accidentally want to swear in front of kids you know it's a whole it's a whole different setup um so that was kind of what made pwa something different and what made pwa something something really cool to to check out but sms was so family friendly and so kid oriented that they really had a problem with something that was representative that would be bad for kids so i mean you see them in a you know in clubs that are still kid friendly and they're still happy-go-lucky, but the second you put them in front of the eighteen-plus crowd, they don't want people to get too drunk. They don't want people to swear and have a good time in any kind of what they deem inappropriate Ooh. fashion. So, you know, that's 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 the difference.
1: And <laughs> we talk about productions um, live on Ovo. That's been a great thing for PWA. I think uh, a few weeks back you did the first one with Newey Pro on the Central Coast here. Had a show last night. I mean, yep. uh, that's just gone from strength to strength. Yeah, Yeah,
2: well, I mean, OVO, like, uh, so most places don't have the ability to live stream, but now we're starting to put that out more and more. Like, if anybody's listening to us for the first time and hasn't heard of anything we do, go to OVO. You can see the last Mm. 15 or 16 events, and as they come, you can watch them live stream wherever you are in the country. So, yeah, it's just, it's it's getting bigger and better, but that's only a very recent addition.
0: Yeah, and it's, but it's super exciting. I mean, for, I mean, we've been wrestling almost about the same time, and I reckon we've done I reckon about 95% of my career has been shared a locker room with Jack Bonza, mm. uh, probably about 85 because he gets booked a bit more than I do. But <laughs> the the uh, the thing, the exciting thing now is, and I tweeted about it last night, mm. was that uh, I felt like a lot of my career, a majority of my career, had been completely either unrecorded or unbroadcast, whereas now it's like every show we get to do, we have that option. And Nui being added to it, the Central Coast last week, like, Yeah, it's amazing step forward.
1: And I I guess that's great for a local performer to get sort of more eyeballs around, one, the product, and I guess yourself as a performer.
0: Absolutely, yeah.
1: And I guess, you know, not trying to peek behind the curtain too much here, but I mean, what's it like performing for a live crowd but now having the added element that there is a camera there? And I I guess you sort of, you know, with WWE, they're like, oh, the hard cam, you know, and that's where the guys pose or they do their their main moves. Uh, Is that that a bit of a challenge or or how do you guys see that?
0: Uh, It is in that... um I think so sometimes the, the the crowd isn't always going to be the same. Like, the majority crowd isn't always going to be the same side as that camera. Yeah. So, you know, you you may just sort of have to worry about that trade-off on that sort of sacrificing, you know, they're going to see it versus the home audience. And mm. then not just the home audience, but, like, you know, it lives forever. Like, once it's up there, it's up there yeah. forever. So, uh, yeah, you got to just sort of pick and choose sort of what. Just yeah.
2: Even even dumb stuff you wouldn't think about at a time. Like, the thing we always have to ask the camera guys is, like, okay, when is our name bar going to pop up mm, Yeah, <laughs> because you have to be like where do I have to pause for five seconds while my name bar pops up so people <laughs> yeah. know what my name is uh, like it could be at any point on the stage it could be in the ring it changes um, depending on the area and the venue and who's filming and different stuff like that so you really just got to think like otherwise no one will know what my name is if it's the first time that they've, they've come in and seen us or um, the big ones the announcer and stuff like that like you wouldn't you wouldn't think like when you have ad breaks and stuff like that you got to communicate to the announcer when to start talking again, mm. and it, it's just a funny thing. Like, so you actually need to have like what we're in now. These little radio things like that, so you can, so somebody can talk to the guy and tell him when the the ad breaks coming off air. But then you got to try and get that over three or four hundred rabid fans. and yeah. you just can't hear anything. Like, it just adds all these little extra things to to the production, <laughs> like
1: that. You don't that you don't have to worry about. Um, and I guess um, just I guess as a fan, where where's the line where obviously you want people to stream online, but you also want to get bums on seats as well. I mean, uh, does it is that a bit of a challenge in itself? Like, I mean, it should help. Like, it should be one of those things where the
2: more the more people know what we're about. Like, especially if you see something that's not in your, not in your area, and then all of a sudden it comes into your area, it gets into into a live um, thing. Like, the big difference between WWE and everywhere else is like, um, for example, there have been companies in Australia that have tried to run shows with like 5,000 seat stadiums and stuff like that. And they've just gone, we're going to do it, we're going to make it big and we're going to do that kind of stuff like that. And they try to talk it up as much as they can, but they, according to them, they get 1,000 in a place that seats 5,000. Really, they probably only got 600 in a place that seats 5,000, you know, and it's not that they did anything wrong, it's that you're never going to get those numbers unless you have a regular TV yeah. show that's accessible to everybody. The yeah. only reason that WWE can fill out these stadiums and even house shows and stuff every time they come around is because they are broadcast to millions of people every week on live TV in in order to get that countrywide following so people come and see so the more content we can get out there people aren't going to stay at home and watch it instead or they might but we should actually become better known to so many more people that we're likely to increase crowds through it just because I've been watching that on TV or on my phone for Six months, or whatever, like that. that. And yeah, it's finally in my town. I can go and see it. They can at it.
0: least yeah. look at it and go, Oh, that looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, there's the added advantage of I've even seen some fans on social media just go, Like, like, oh, I really wish I could be there, but at least it's going to be on over. Which yeah. is great.
1: So. Yeah. Um, what about yourself, though, uh, Conco, uh, you know, mm. riding the old time bike? Is there that thing in the back of the mind? I better not fall off, otherwise, a lot of people are going to see
0: this. Yeah, there's always <laughs> that. Uh, yeah, that's a. It, it, it actually takes a little bit to get used to that that bike yeah. and then cuz a bit, but once you're on it you're on it it's yeah. fine it's just it, but the hard thing is is that I'm never really riding it all that long it's always like yeah. maybe 20 metres he
2: rides a penny farthing for yeah. anyone who's not yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's, a, it's not just
0: a normal bike <laughs> yeah. but yeah uh, but, just, but still yeah. It's not um, just learn
2: late in life he needs his training with it's, a, it's a penny farthing but even just a normal a bike uh, wheel. Like, if, that would be if, a challenge if, <laughs> the,
0: the, actually the biggest challenge is just getting through the curtain Yeah, because yeah I remember actually the, the first world series we did because uh, you need a bit of a run up yeah. just to get through the curtain smooth Smoothly. And I remember like, oh, it was like a six-man tag that we had at Penrith. And I said to like Chris Basso, who was off stage, and I was like, hey, can you do the curtain for me? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And he came over and then he goes, hey, like, I think, hey, Thrasher. It was Thrasher from the headbangers. He's like, can you help me do the curtain for this? And then Thrasher, and I'm like, this is wild. One of the headbangers is about to hold the curtain open for me on this. So I was like, yeah. Oh, that's a hilarious story. And yeah. um, because that's just
1: always the thing, like, I'm you know, coming out of that curtain and if you're going to fall sort of flat on your face, it sort of doesn't lead to a good start.
0: No. Matter. Well, it's always like, because the crowd usually can see the curtain yeah. a lot of the time. It's always better when there's, like, curtain and then another maybe part of staging or something that you can kind of get used to it it was really good at the star because I had like all that lead uh, up yeah. and, we're, and that was the biggest stage ever so we were just dry, like riding all around this you is riding it
2: riding around backstage just to get to places because yeah. of how big it was backstage it exactly was
0: no, no one <laughs> of them was it the pretty strong stuff I was, stole the bike afterwards <laughs> took their own videos Yeah. alrighty we're going to uh, what we're gonna to do? We're
1: to touch on uh, some G1 New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, we're calling it Bonza's Breakdown uh, we're going to have a crack at that and see how we go uh, plenty more happening as well check us out on Facebook Twitter it is Wrestling Source Radio go on Coast FM 963 and here is uh, Welcome to the Jungle Guns N' Roses as we were discussing before pretty sure the Steiner Brothers came out to this once maybe in WCW I think but, uh,
0: 900 indie guys
1: as yeah well. as well yeah yeah who, yeah, who cares about that
2: now? Wrestling Source Radio.
1: Yes, that's right. Coast FM nine six three. Joined in the studio live. Concrete Davidson, Jack Bonza, and uh, we're going to uh, talk about the G one. And I actually did come up with a little, um, a little, I guess, what you'd say in the radio business, a sting. Uh, and if I was professional enough, I would have had that ready to go. But I can play it now. So we're going to call it uh, this Bonza's breakdown. <laughs> Oh. Did you did you did you like the uh, the production quality on that?
0: I do. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. <laughs> Next need time it, I need
2: want Stone Cold's entrance music to play afterwards. Like the glass shatters and then it goes on. That's
0: and good, twice as much reverb. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 triple. I would triple the reverb on that stuff. Just, uh, right. just the bass. Um, now look, I have to um, I have to admit, I've uh, often on been watching the G One uh, as of late. Uh, it's a very stacked G One, or it's even more stacked than last year's, and that was pretty stacked as uh, stacked lineups go. Yeah. Um, um, I, I did see last night though Yano did defeat um, Nado which I thought was rather interesting uh, um, in three and a half minutes yeah. but, uh, it, but not taking anything away from Yano because I like Yano I think there's always a place for like a character or a wrestler like that um, but We'll say an off air bonza. Um it's so stacked that it's really hard to predict. It's You're- really hard. Yeah. yeah. Like
2: that's what I was saying. I mean, when we discussed doing a breakdown for the G one, it was right after the best of the super juniors and I was feeling real confident because I pretty much predicted everything that would happen to the best of super juniors mm. with a hundred percent accuracy. Like I was just I was on I was talking to the rookies. I called it to the rookies before it happened. Like I have people who backed it up, like I, I thought that Will would do it and shingo and stuff. Um, and then I looked at the the G one breakdown and I was just like um, oh no <laughs> I have absolutely no clue what could be happening in this whatsoever like when Kenta came back mm. I was like oh man Kenta and then like you have still got a Bushi in there and you still got like who beat who can go past Okada mm. like in Tadahashi you know um, promising he's gonna do this stuff and he won it last year didn't he and then just like all the um, and Jay White still like you know he's still probably stinging off uh, his relatively short championship yeah. reign so he'd be wanting to come in with, with the with Bullet Club behind him and do all that kind of stuff and then like, the first time Jeff Cobb's been in there nobody beat Zack Sabre Jr like Zack Sabre Jr doesn't really lose matches but then he lost to Sonata the other day mm. like it was just it's just one of those things where it's just kind of like I don't even know and Osprey's inclusion in there being in there for the first time and the first thing that happens is Lance Archer you know brutally kicks his ass like it was just um
1: uh, yeah, I've got no idea. <laughs> I've got no predictions. This is a really hard thing to break down. Because there's a lot of... <laughs> uh, I mean, I have a few favourites, and I'm I mean, i I'm just a Lance Archer fan in general. Because, yeah. um, you know, he's a big monster guy, and yeah. um, you know I feel like he should be able to just dis- destroy guys because he's just had to match it fo- uh, massive force. But yeah. looking at the likes of a Jay White and an, a Nato, I thought, like, is there going to be a, you know, a payoff with the storyline, I guess you could say? Um, losing to Okada, I think it was Wrestle Kingdom 12, and winning the Intercontinental title, not really respecting the title because it sort of represents... Um, I guess, you know, being the second main event or the second last match at a particular other Wrestle Kingdom and he sees it as a bad thing and it's a means to an end to get to the top title. Do you think that's that's a possible direction?
2: Yeah, anything could happen. But then he lost to... Yeah, know <laughs> in three and a half minutes. Like it's just, it's just you just I, I got nothing. I got no idea yeah. on on any of this kind of stuff that could be happening. Like it's just, but it's great though, like because as a, as a relatively jaded wrestling fan, as you know, when you've been studying it for as long as as we have, like you just start to things become more predictable. You've seen most of the stuff before. To walk into something and go, I literally have no idea yeah. what's going to happen,
0: <laughs> like, which is big. Yeah, I've, I've been watching stuff with him, and he'll just go, oh, it'll be such and such and such, and I'll go, huh? And then it happens, and I'm like. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> like it's just, it's just you,
2: you
1: just see you see patterns. Like it's just one of those things. But like this one, I'm just kind of like, oh I've got no, no idea, no, no, it's anything. And I guess just taking a step back as a wrestling fan, that's got to be like a, a you know a great thing. You can kind of just sit back and be like, I have absolutely no idea, and just uh, yeah. enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, it's really exciting, especially
2: when you have like it's not just like. I don't know what's gonna happen, but I'll only like it if this certain mm. thing happens, or it only makes sense if this thing happens. Like, no, no, there, are, there are like, like eight or nine guys who could win this tournament. You'd be like, yeah,
1: yeah, like even
2: like a bushy or something like that just coming in. He hasn't done as much for a while. Like, he, this could be his time to come back and really. You know, plant his flag and, and do something there too. So it's just there's just so much stuff going
1: on. Well, while we're re- recording this and uh, obviously live on air, can we get you uh, on the record, Conco and uh, Bonza, to give a prediction on who you think will uh, take out the G One? <laughs> no pressure. <problem>. I <I'll> <laughs> go with J White. J White, yeah. yeah. Pick
2: one. J White's a good pick. Um, um, I think G One's so a big champion. So I'd be, pretty lead up. No, no, I'm just mumbling to myself. Sorry, I'm just trying to go through. In the it in meantime, New Japan, meant
0: they, they always do such a good job of keeping a really strong like list of contenders, which is pro- yeah. probably why he's having such a hard yeah. time picking it. Like, but-
1: Well, I was going to say as well, if Jay White does win, I'm on a campaign to... Uh, Australia has this uh, history of taking things from New Zealand and then being like, no, no, they're Australian. So I wanted to start a campaign of, uh, as uh,
0: saying that Jay White's Australian. That, but there really wasn't much of that the other week at uh, Super oh, Showdown no he, one liked him there yeah not, yeah. there really wasn't much of that at all but then again he wasn't in a, the same match with Robbie and that was sort of That's his backyard. but yeah but I was going to say like how like even I, I remember there like only a couple of years ago like it really felt like there was that um, like that sort of passing of the torch from Tanahashi to Okada mm. and then Tanner won the G1 and Mm. like he's still up there he's still up there in the picture like which is great and
1: and seeing him live in the flesh like because I know he's kind of considered as an older guy but I mean you know very impressive like what he could do oh
0: he's amazing yeah
1: yeah, so now that I think about it I think think (laughs)
2: Jay White is a very good pick Uh, but if I had to pick somebody different to Jay White I'd probably go with Nato Nato I still think Nato will, will come in and
1: that would um, be my top two but I'd also like to yeah. see Abushi. Um, yeah I mean yeah. Ibushi, oh of course yeah, a, yeah, the, yeah, the real dark horse is,
2: is Kenta yeah. too because like could you imagine if, they, if Kenta won this briefcase and he was walking around with this briefcase and, and he ended up with Kenta versus Okada mm. like if it were me like if it was my fantasy
1: booking that's probably the way I'd go and I guess he's got a lot to prove as well because I guess his WWE run was not as impressive as he wanted it to be due to injuries and what have you. So, you know, he's got a lot to prove. I don't think the styles match that well. Yeah. Like, like mm-hmm. when they look at it, like a lot of Japanese wrestling is in
2: context. That's when you have uh, indie wrestlers who try to copy what they see and it just doesn't work um, because you need to be within a certain... It's, it's contextual for it, for it to work. You need to know how to apply that style to other stuff. And everything that made Cantor so good and so special is, is difficult to put, I think, in the context of, of a WWE show, especially when they're not going to let them do a lot of stuff or they're not going to want him kicking people's heads mm. in and, and doing stuff like that. And, you know, CM Punk stole virtually his entire moveset before he got there, which probably made dead life difficult for him too. So, like, he wasn't allowed
1: to hit the go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, what do you do? And I guess that is that down to... Um, uh, like the, the product that the WWE have that you know they don't if you're hired by them they don't want you to injure yourself because then they're kind of losing money because you're not performing so is it, is it like would you say like I know this is a uh, like a safer type of wrestling or yeah part? look see
2: here's where like there, there are two perspectives on that I think I this is again another reason why I really love New Japan over WWE or anything like that like it's my thing WWE their guys work a lot safer yeah okay but when they work that much safer, the, it, it, it's it's not as fun to watch mm-hmm. um, because it's so it's almost silly looking sometimes when they're doing stuff. like A bit that. predictable, perhaps. But they work 51 weeks a year yeah. mm. in a row without break until they um, until they injure themselves. Then they get six months off and they come off. Yeah. People do that for years on end, and so they they get so injured and so broken down and, and all that kind of stuff. Look at New Japan they'll have best of the super juniors how many times did Okada wrestle during best of the super juniors
1: Yeah,
2: barely ever he got a break yeah. like these guys they, they work a, a less safe style but they work less often mm. so what they can do is they can wrestle for three months take two months off mm. come back for two months and then go and do a different thing so they actually they might wrestle a, l- a little bit harder but they their bodies get time to rest and recover or, so or they'll be
0: f- in like tags in the yeah. meantime for Yeah, the every most second part, night yeah. they're
2: in a six man tag. So it's just one of those things where like you, you people look at wrestlers, like, oh that's a safer style cuz they're taking more risks over here but I don't really think that's true. I think in the long term, the way New Japan booked their cards and actually give guys a break to come back, they're going to wrestle better, they're going to be fitter, they're going to be stronger. And I really think in the long term, they'll be healthier. And
1: hey, what about you guys? I mean, you guys have full-time jobs, um, you know, from Monday to Friday and then weekends or sometimes through the week. There's wrestling events on. I mean, how do you guys find the turnaround? Uh, <laughs> like, I'm guessing that's a, a, a silly question, but I mean, it's going to be tough. Oh it's brutal
0: Yeah it's worst. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot harder To juggle when I Commuted yeah, Commuted to Sydney, Sydney. Yeah, yeah it's unbelievable Like yeah, you yeah. just
2: don't ever Get to sleep And train Like right. I, I used to like Leave my house At 20 past 6 Maybe go to the gym And yeah. lunch I'd get home At 20 to 8 Like and then I'd have to do a workout And then I'd try to go to sleep And then you'd try to go To wrestling training One day So I wouldn't get home To 11 on one night And then like on weekends You'd have the wrestling And stuff But by the time I got Through the first year Of it I was so exhausted It, yeah. was, it was just terrible Um but, yeah, it's just... I mean, I'm leaning more into being able to make wrestling like a full-time... Not a full-time living, but, like, I make more of a part-time living out of it so yeah. I, I can work less on other stuff.
1: But I still work all the time, so... Yeah, it's really hard. <laughs> now, we were talking about the uh, when New Japan went down for the Southern Showdown, obviously the big pay-per-view on Fight TV in Melbourne, and then they uh, came up to Sydney, uh, obviously a big homecoming for uh, Robbie Eagles there. Um, but you were saying off air, Bonza, uh, you had a funny Okada story. Um, oh, okay, yeah. So
2: <laughs> after Southern Showdown in Sydney, it was Sunday, so there's not much open. Yeah. So any of the guys who want to go out and see the Sydney Lightlife, there wasn't much on. Um, but we went to the casino. So... We get to the casino, which is a group of us looking after some of the different international talent, taking them around. And we get there with with Okada's son. Now Okada had not brought ID. Okada's thirty one, <laughs> shouldn't really need an ID. <laughs> but for some reason, um, this security guard would not let him pass the stairs. Wow. I didn't get carded, but Okada Okada's son got carded. Right, he got so, carded. Yeah, yeah, he, he got carded. <laughs> yeah, so what happened is we're like oh you're gonna have to go back to the hotel room he's like oh no, no so we go to a different entrance and he walks up to that entrance to see if we can get past somebody different and the guy stops and asks him for ID again so he pulls out his wallet as if he's got ID and then pulls out his like gold platinum credit card and shows it to the guy and the guy just goes okay yeah you can come in <laughs>
1: oh, so that's what it is the
2: Rainmaker yeah.
0: <laughs> like the Rainmaker he just gold flashed card. it he there just
2: it. it was just like oh yeah because
1: there was no question it was, it was wonderful so yeah, that's why I call him the rainmaker because he can rain, yeah, make it rain with the gold card. Well, that's you know? what it is, man. It's the, that's amazing. It's the money, man. And but I guess, yeah, they would have said, oh, yep, yep, absolutely. They yeah, Like they, they already knew he was over 18. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> yeah.
2: Like he, he looks good, but he did not look that good. Like
1: he, no one's mistaken him for a 16 year old. And I believe, Kunker, you did uh, commentary uh, for the Sydney show, correct? Yeah, yeah. I did it
0: with, uh, with Don Manel from, who's, uh, yeah, well, 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 he's, yeah, well, well, well. Um, yeah, who's been sensational. He's uh, yeah, I've been lucky enough to do uh, this. I've got this sort of accidental commentary resume that's that's <laughs> sort of stacking up. Where I had the uh, the chance to do that show with him, uh, called alongside Mike Quackenbush, equipped PWA, and then doing uh, the the progress show last year, but. In, at the start, which That's I only right. got approached to do during intermission of that during the show, which and was yeah.
1: Is Don going to be a regular thing with PWA? Or? I hope so. He's a
0: great he, he, dude. He yeah. loves
1: it. Like he just loves us. Like he was. We met him
2: through. I told the story on the radio already, didn't I? It was the where, he, where we heard. met him. Oh, okay, no, Tell we us again. Um, Oh no, we just we, so. Session moth came down. And she asked if she had a friend who lived in Sydney. She asked if we could have a ticket. We said yeah no worries um and then afterwards we took him out you know to go drinking and she's like can my mate come in the car and get a lift i'm like yeah we've got an extra spot so he gets in there we're listening to him talk And she's like oh yeah you know donnie's the ott commentator i'm like what yeah. <laughs> and just turn around and that's how we started talking to him the car was you know craven who was the new japan executive session moth um millie mckenzie and don marnell yeah. <laughs> so we went out with him and that was his first wrestling show in australia and he watched it and just went i can't believe how good this is and then he hung out with us and he, he like we've got a really positive environment with that crew and people and stuff like that so he picked up on that and now he just can't wait to be a part of it as much as humanly
1: possible and so. how was he as a co-host uh, Conco?
0: He's fantastic and uh, yeah it was because it, it's not something that I put as much thought into as him obviously because right. there's, there's a lot of other you know things that I've done on shows and you know as a outside of even being a performer um you know other than that like I'll design you know posters and graphics and all that sort of stuff so and you know website maintenance and just sort of setting up ticketing and all that sort of stuff yeah mostly on the newie side but still a little stuff here and there for PWA but like uh so the commentary stuff isn't I only know a few sort of blanket rules of like you know trying not to speak over each other you know and uh you know in the colour role anyway you really only have to just sort of you know, let him call the action, and just throw in, you know, just sort of highlight the, you know, oh, look at the look on his face, and those sorts of, or, or you and know, some good hey, one you know, well. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, but uh, but it was it was it was kind of difficult just because we kind of because obviously coming from like OTT and you know, me sort of with black label and you kind know, on the fudge and stuff. It's like we're not coming from the most serious of backgrounds but yeah. it was this thing like hanging over our heads of like this is New Japan we better take this serious like, yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. yeah it wasn't like it, I won't say it was uncomfortable but it was a bit like or well, for me anyway it was a bit sort of like oh, can, can I say? Yeah, that's a, that's okay. And then by the time I'm about to say it, moments passed. But, okay, <laughs> yeah. right, right, right. So,
1: all right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to um, play um, a cover of uh, ABBA's SOS, uh, none other than Fozzy, Chris Jericho's man, of course. <laughs> oh. And then we're what? going to go to chat about uh, the push-up challenge with Dewey Pro and uh, some tryouts that are happening with uh, PWA I believe. More coming up okay. after this. That's Fozzy, SOS, classic Abba cover there as we do Wrestling Source Radio, Coast FM 963 and joined in the studio by Concrete Davidson, Jack Bonza and Nui Pro. I saw this, uh, it would have been early last week, a great initiative, this uh, push-up challenge trying to raise uh, money and awareness about mental health. Yeah. Hmm?
2: I mean, it's as simple as it sounds. We do push-ups and just post videos and try to get people.
1: (laughs) And so, I mean, obviously you have to do push-ups, but I mean, what's the mechanics behind it? You guys uh, set aside how many push-ups you're going to do a day and yeah they, they set
2: like a total goal or something like that frankly it's embarrassingly low um, yeah. <laughs> because I don't like I mean I think it's just for people who aren't like us I mean you're looking at the amount of push-ups they got them to do and I'm like we would have done this many push-ups anyway like yeah. so
1: they probably should have got more but as it's, we it's have a
0: very point. big group too though yeah so we're a big group of divided between us it's like it's like 15 a day yeah or 11 like yeah and is
1: uh, that via the Nui pro website or is it a separate sort of website uh, altogether that so people can go down I've not, it's a separate I, website
0: yeah it's not it's, it's its own website yeah. like it's just it's the same as a Movember kind of thing like they put their own site okay cool because I'll, try, I'll in... share it
1: on the page and so oh, you yeah, okay. can get cool. the word out there for sure yeah no it's sweet. It's we're just... trying to
0: write, I think what's your goal mine's about tr- um, I need about truefitting
1: <laughs> 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 That's
0: exactly three hundred and fifty dollars.
1: Because um, I, I tried to uh, raise money for uh, Movember uh, last year, and uh, I was lucky enough to have my employer at the time sort of match what I made. So, and I, mm. I know it's you sort of. Uh, I mean, is there sort of any? Uh, I mean, you are you, you work for yourself there, Bonza. But I mean, you know, is there any way to sort of get any other work people involved that can donate some money? Yeah, or? you can go
2: on the site. You can create your own team. Um, yeah, you can you can check out our thing and, and then. Um, money on there it's open to anybody it's the same as November and stuff like that we just got a crew together and decided to do it just one of those things where like we had somebody in our industry recently take their own life yeah right like and it's just one of those things like we but even before any of that stuff happened we raised money for Beyond Blue like if you go back on Ovo play and um and look at the fight for black metal like I, I dress up as, as Kratos from from the God of War, and right. my opponent was Loki from the video games. We did that cosplay because that started as a um, if we raise a thousand dollars for Beyond Blue, we'll do the cosplay entrance. You know, so we're always trying to do stuff like Things that, that right. for um,
1: for that kind of thing anyway, because it's just you know it's an important it's an important cause. And mm. I mean, I guess it is something that's hard to talk about sometimes. I mean, you know, uh, someone that you know or has had a struggle with mental health or something of that nature. So it's it's not a, as uncommon, but it's something that's really hard to talk about yeah it it can be difficult to talk about just the emotional side of it but i mean at least i think part of the point of the push-up
2: challenge is that like you know exercise creates endorphins it helps i mean no one's trying to say like oh if you just exercise you get past your depression like nothing Mm. like that but you know it's just one of those little things at least you get up and you you're doing something and you have videos and we could do funny push-ups in different positions and stuff like that like i was doing them in a hotel room the other (laughs) week or you could do them in the wrestling ring it's just one one of those kind of fun things you can do um to, to create it yeah so I guess it's a bit more difficult to talk about we don't really need to talk about it though we can just do push ups and do push ups <laughs> people can no donate please. money and we can donate money to people who know how to talk about it better with people than we do You know, absolutely
1: so. and uh, I'll make sure to share that on the Facebook page and all the socials and get the word out there because it's a great issue it's something that I can get behind I mean I think anyone can really get behind yeah. uh, nowadays as well mm. um, I guess a bit of change of pace here Um PWA, the Pro Wrestling Academy, I believe it's called, they're doing tryouts. they do regular tryouts. I think yes. the next one is July 30. July 30. And then Nui Pro, I think, was it in mm-hmm. September, Concrete? Second?
0: yeah second of Se- September, September? <laughs> I believe but, um, uh, which is I think a Monday night yeah so, all
1: those yeah. details online uh, uh, I think it would have been the 2017 uh, tryout in February I actually did attend this and okay I uh, am, <laughs> uh, ever since getting into radio I've been very unfit because it's a job where you're kind of sitting on your ass and you kind of you know you're eating junk food you know mm-hmm. you're getting all the quick stuff uh, and I went there <laughs> probably a little bit well unprepared I think I should have been booted out a lot earlier than what I was but it was just because I, I did didn't move, so I think you guys were just like, "Ah, oh, just better leave that guy." <laughs> well, we'll never boot
0: anyone. Like I remember, there was one tryout where we had a guy just sitting out, and I could, I could just tell like he had more in him. Yeah, and right. I just was like, "Look, we don't mind if you just if you do it poorly. We just want to see that you want to do it." Yeah, oh, well, that's right. the whole point. If yeah. You
2: last to the end, you pass. For the yeah. I've never like you basically don't fail. You either quit or you, or you succeed. Like it's right. just it's just a matter of whether you can put up with the tryout and get through to the end in such a fashion so for the most part they don't they maybe sometimes but for the most part if you last to the end and you physically do all the stuff even if you struggle and stuff all the way through it they'll, they'll let you in it's yeah. more of a test of heart than anything
0: yeah because big thing in what we do is reliability you know if right. you, if, if they're going to pull out of this are they going to pull out on the day yeah. of the show if we're you know
1: and what's the process? I guess more on the uh, the newy pro side because you're a trainer there, uh, Bonza. Um, I guess uh, they they pass through the the first I guess stage, um, and then sort of you know it's sort of helping with the ring crew or like going to shows and helping out there. Is that how it works?
2: Yeah. So you start um, you start as a rookie. As soon as you get in, we, we get you to start uh, building the ring and doing things like that. I mean, crew. There are so many jobs um, to get mm. done now that there's. I mean sometimes a PWA will have crews of thirty to forty people. A Newcastle Pro might be, you know, fifteen or thirty depending on
1: right.
2: how many come. But just yeah, just uh building the ring, you get you get there on show day, you pack the ring down, you put it on the truck, just driven to the venue, you, you pick you pack the ring up, you pack the entrance stage up. Um, you do all that kind of stuff. You hang around for a while. You help with jobs during the show. We get guys doing, uh, doing music, helping with merchandise, uh, running the cables behind the people with the um, with the cameras. Now is a new one that's come into it. We have gophers who just you know go and get things for people from backstage. where people collect the jackets. We have security. Like you have all sorts of things that go along with mm. uh, with being a wrestling rookie. But it's good because you learn you learn more about the industry. You learn more about what you're doing before you actually you know, actually
1: get in the ring and wrestle. And I I believe uh, you initially cha- trained with, was it AWF uh, initially, Conco?
0: Initially, yeah, it was back in 06. Bonds had been yep. there about, I think about nine months earlier than me. And yep. then, yeah. Uh that was it. We used to go out to Minto and train in a kickboxing ring, and which yeah. was just dead, so, like completely solid. Yeah, right. And um, yeah, we, so we, I was just in the new house of free fighting last night, and I was like looking around, I'm like seeing the gym that's set up. Yeah, right. And just the just that's, the level of facility there, and the, at PWA for that matter, it's 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 crazy that what they've got at you know to to use facility wise compared to what we started with, which was yeah, yeah,
2: it's probably the unsung. Success because everybody sees the OVO and everybody sees the bigger venues and stuff like that. But what people don't see is the background of it. Like the training facilities that we used to have, which was nothing or in a gym or like as someone else's thing, now we have our own dedicated buildings with a gym in it and the ring permanently set up yeah. and athletic mats and stuff like that doing all these different things, having our own building and then having multiple of them, like having a PWA one, and the Newcastle Pro one, it's really, um, it's really quite incredible. facilities that we we actually have, <laughs> yeah. like to train people now, like it's never been this good. Also, this I good.
0: can't uh, condemn any more the uh, the practice of training in a in a boxing ring or a kickboxing ring <laughs> yeah. for pro wrestling.
1: Yeah, you want to be training like I guess yeah. you've to be uh, doing your art form. You know, my first
0: five years of training was all in one of those, and it's I reckon there's been some irreversible damage (laughs) I've done to my body so
1: I mean all the details that's on the uh, I mean you can go on Facebook PWA um, Nui Pro all the details there Uh, and like you said you know just show up and show that you've got heart and guts and you'll uh, I guess get through yeah, I mean, still prepare. Prepare. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> if you don't also, prepare, you might be in some trouble. The more you prepare, the less heart and guts you have to show. Like, yeah, it
0: also it helps if you're not a giant weedo. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, all right. It's kind of listen.
2: A- not something we should have to go through. Shower. Shower.
0: Yeah. Deodorant. Yep. Mm.
2: Clean clothes. I was uh, gonna bring uh, this. Yeah. Up. Shorts. Yeah. Yeah. Like not sh- not jeans. You know, shorts. Like running <laughs> shoes. <laughs> just basic athletic gear. You know, a towel would be helpful. Not maybe, not the biggest detail, but if you have a sweat towel, it's yeah, nice too. Like, yeah. Just different. Things if like you're gonna,
0: that. if you're gonna train in a singlet, shave those pits. Yeah, no one there, wants no to be, no be put, put in a, a hairy just, just headlock. Just
1: wear a shirt. It's just easier. Yeah, just, wear, just wear a shirt. shirt. Like, <laughs> sorry. Alright, so I'm, I was thinking maybe we should get some Q&A's uh, about, uh, I guess, when, next time you guys uh, put one on, we can see we can get some Q&A uh, from uh, potential people who are trained there and uh, you can give, uh, I guess, answers to these questions. About, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Alright, we're going to wrap it up there, guys. Um, Concrete Davidson, Jack Bonza, two of the best uh, Central Coast wrestlers going around at the moment, uh, and the country, and the world. I uh, appreciate you guys coming in here. I'd like to make this a regular thing. Uh, and we'll talk about theme songs Um from the get-go uh, tonight. It's sort of been the theme for the show. Now, if I was to uh, step into the ring, I believe I would probably do it to uh, Billy Squire's The Stroke, and uh, that's going to send us <laughs> home tonight. Okay. This has been Wrestling Souls Radio. Check us out on Facebook and all the socials. Talk to you next time.